0: Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution Podcast. I'm your host Anna Engelhardt and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's exciting episode where we will be talking about the importance of the mindset and self-care during the current corona reality and today I'm joined by a transformational coach, life architect and CEO of Wealth Improvement Network. She transformed her own life from being homeless at the age of 14 to graduating from college and working on Wall Street. Please welcome Natalie Taylor. Natalie, welcome. So happy, Anna. (laughs) Thanks for having me again. So great to have you on the podcast again. I absolutely love the last episode that we recorded, so I'm very excited to to have you again on the podcast. Yes, I'm here with my water. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to get real about today's topic because I feel like, you know, as I was saying before, a lot of moms out there, and not only moms, are struggling you know, in the current reality. And, yeah, absolutely. and this year has been, you know, extremely like surreal in my personal opinion, you know, so much uncertainty, so much fear, so much anxiety. And it has been quite difficult year, you know, mentally for and emotionally for so many of us. So I think it would be great if we can just, you know, talk a little bit about the importance of the mindset. Because that's yeah. at the end of the day, that's the only thing we can really control exactly
1: exactly exactly so yes um you just unpacked a lot there 2020 covid-19 a global pandemic unprecedented elections um, mm. of a nation that everybody is looking to see what's happening we've seen things happening in terms of race war or potential race war we've seen corporate restructuring we've seen the markets go crazy It's a lot. It's a whole lot. And when you think about women and the role that we play in the community and in the household, we are the nurturers. So when things are uncertain for us and when we feel like there's no base point, it really affects not just us, but our children, our community and and the businesses that we support. So mindset, as you say, is the most important thing. Uh, I was having a conversation with someone that reached out to me on Instagram and she sent me a long letter. And in the letter, it was just a lot of everything that was going wrong. It just was fire, fire, bomb, gunshots, fire, you know, and she was telling me everything that was going wrong. And my personality, I don't really, I'm not a great texter. So I got her on a call, a really quick call. And I said to her, unpack. Just tell me everything that you wrote. And she said it and she said it with such passion. And I said to her, wow, I can only imagine as a single mom, you're dealing with this financially. You're dealing with these struggles emotionally. You're dealing with the unpredictability of the future. And here you are feeling empty. You, you don't feel like anyone else is pouring into. I said, let's shift for a moment. What good is going on in your life right now? She said, well, well, not a lot, not a lot. I said, that's okay. It doesn't have to be a whole lot. I said, but can we just shift? What good is going on in your life right now? And she said, well, the only thing good is my sons are, my sons are doing great. I said, wow, that's a lot of great, right? Because in this season, we've seen people lose their family, lose their children, right? We see people like, for instance, my eight year old who has chronic illness and he has to get blood transfusion on a You know bi-weekly a bi-monthly basis i said so let's hold that in mind and let's see what does that help you to do that your sons are healthy and then we shifted and i said how about you you sound great your voice it sounds healthy which means your body is healthy and she said well you know i have a little bit of you know i'm a little diabetic right and i said wow i can imagine i said but we could work on that couldn't we and she said yes i said well is that's it i said the things that are upsetting you right now are things that will change and can change and are in your control. And the things that the other things that are upsetting you are also things that are outside of your control. I said, but what if you should just shift your attention to what is going right and then begin to put a little bit more focus on the things that you could do differently. Like if you're diabetic, how could you sleep different, eat different, exercise different, drink different, you know, and have that mindset. So it all goes back to let's, you know, whatever you focus on focus. There, there's a saying that says focus grows where focus goes. So Mm. things that you focus on expand. And so if you want more negative, I would say, go ahead and keep focusing on that. But if you do not want more negative, I would say go ahead and begin to look at the areas in your life that's doing well, and look at how you can expand in that area and add some more things to that.
0: Mm, I absolutely love that, and you know, for me personally, you know, after the first, like when the the first lockdown happened here in Switzerland, I think that was in March. So of course, the first couple of days, you know, I'm like, oh, oh my God, what's happening? And you know, I'm all like stressed out and freaking out and overwhelmed but you know at the end of the day like after the first couple of days i decided to see the situation as an opportunity you know and this is when like my whole mindset mindset and worries and just you know this feeling of anxiety and overwhelming just went away and you know i saw it really as an opportunity to connect with my family i mean my husband was all of a sudden at home which, you know, Mm -hmm. usually he leaves in the morning, comes back at some point in the evening, you know, so we can have dinner together. But all of a sudden we were having lunch together as a family, you know, all four of us, stuff like that, that we usually don't get to experience. And, you know, I took it as an opportunity just to focus on the simple things, you know, instead of flying somewhere this year, you know what, we bought a tent and we went camping with the kids. Wow. Awesome. You know, awesome. And this yeah. was also for me. I mean, I'm 42 and this was the first time I went camping, you know. <laughs> my kids, I mean, my kids, no, my son had his birthday before the corona or before the lockdown started. But then my, my daughter, she had her birthday during the lockdown. So she couldn't have her party as she was hoping for. But you know what? We still had the most amazing day and she was happy. And And I felt like my kids dealt with the whole situation with a much bigger ease just because you know we were we were talking about it and you know we we tried to say okay you know sometimes they're out of our control and things happen but it's all about what we make out of it you know we we went on a lot of hikes i mean just like simple things you know right yeah we looked at like projects that we can do at home and you know we were building like or we when i say we it's my husband with the kids you know right (laughs) But they were building like houses from, you know, like sticks and I mean, like simple things. But but it was really it was really for me personally, great time in a sense to also see how much power really the mindset has. I mean, I've always always been aware of that. But just to, in such a moment, you know, where everybody yeah. was freaking out. And of course, you know, there were all still days where, you know, you worry about stuff. And, you know, my mom is 75 years old. I mean, she's healthy, but, you know.
1: Right. You know.
0: Exactly. So, of course, it's not like, oh, happy. and, and But right. it's it's really, it just went to show me that it's really all about where you put your energy and your focus on. And, you know, I put even more emphasis on practicing gratitude in the morning and in the evening. Right now, because I feel like it's so easy, just like what you were saying, it's so easy to fall into that hole of Mm -hmm. self-pity and negativity and seeing only, you know, black or problems or whatever around you, whereas, and we forget to realize how fortunate we are, Right, you know, for example, where we're living. Mm-hmm. you know we had a lockdown but we could still go outside we have the mountains you know we right. were going on hikes we have the lake we you know the weather was nice you know what I mean like so many yeah. good things not everybody has that you know what right. I right mean? that's
1: true that's true so you know you just you just touched on a great point you know all of us have resources no matter how poor or rich we are in terms of finances. All of us have access to resources that others don't have that we see every day and sometimes take for granted, right? You could live in a you know, financially poor um, situation but you live in a community that has trees and you have a yard and you can go for walks versus people who are living in the urban communities They didn't have the space, so they were using their balconies. We saw those videos Mm. in Spain and in Italy where people were on their balconies singing and performing and working out. People were going on their rooftop. So really, uh, I think for a lot of persons, we saw people pivoting to look for opportunity to express hope. In different forms and in different ways. You know what I mean? While other persons who had not practiced that before or did not navigate that space before really struggled. And so it goes back to, yes, mindset. You know, just like you need a strategy financially, you need a mindset strategy. Mm. And um, you need a strategy with, you know, for your mindset, you're gonna need a strategy with how do I choose to respond when things don't go the way I planned it, right? Do I lose my marbles or do I surrender? And this has been my year of surrender, and I've been speaking about that a lot. How
0: do I, I show you alive today? Awesome! Yes, thank
1: you. <laughs> and, you know, and because I also was struggling a little bit. Um, when we met earlier or later in the summer, I remember we had an appointment, and I completely missed it because it was, or back to school, started in August with my kids. And it was our first time doing virtual school in that way, right? And, you know, I was juggling that. And usually I work from home and I don't have a husband yet, (laughs) but I'm a single mom. And so it was just me and the kids and I'm running the business and I'm trying to support the kids in school. And I was just keeping my normal schedule. I did not adjust my schedule. You know, and so a lot of times we stress out because our lives are changing, but we have not sat down to assess the change that's happening and look at the ways that we can do that. So for instance, you know, we can get stressed out about our weight if Mm. we have not taken the time out to say, hey, my body is not the same anymore. My body doesn't respond to pizza and chicken wings and burgers the way it did when I was a teenager. You know what I mean? And I'm a grown woman, so that teenage body does not suit me anymore, nor do I want that body, right? I need the body of a mom that can lift her kids, a body of someone that can do the the work that I do, right? I need the energy to, and so in order to get that energy, I need a certain amount of calories um, to generate that energy. So I'm going to have to adjust that, right? And then also, you know, as you get older, sometimes you're more likely to get allergic to things or get sick. Hmm because of um, seasons things that didn't happen before instead of getting stressed out about aging begin to fall in love and get to know that version this new version of your body you know we're in a, as you said covid season we got to get to know this new version of our schedule right exactly this New version of our finances right you're about to start a business and you want to move from your full-time job to being a full-time entrepreneur You know, don't get frustrated because everybody else seems like they're having a great time making a lot of money. Look at your situation. What's your needs for your household? You know, what would you need to supplement with your your new business? And what would you need to be able to provide for yourself? Because, you know, I spoke to someone early She wants to move from full-time working in corporate to full-time entrepreneur, and she's phenomenal. But she also brought up, she says, Natalie, and by the way, I will need to be able to replace my benefits because I get a lot of great benefits in addition to this great phenomenal paycheck. So sometimes the mindset has to do with adjusting to the new situation, whether it's finances, health, um, your weight, your time, a new relationship, if you're newlywed, you know, or newly divorced or new baby, you know what I mean? Or your babies are no longer babies and you're older and they have different attitude. I have a 12 year old, God knows. Sometimes I want to, you know, take her to court. You
0: know Oh my God, I have a six and a half year old that I feel the same way. So I don't even want to know what is, you know, what is in store for me? (laughs) Right,
1: right, right. So definitely mindset is very important and having a mindset strategy for this season at your end Um, and and the season you want to navigate, right? Because the strategy that keeps you here is not the strategy that's going to move you forward. There's going to be a little bit of discomfort, you know, this idea that, you know, I had balance before and I don't have balance anymore. Well, you know, things in motion stay in motion, right? So if you're in motion, there's going to be a little bit of what is like a you stress, which is good stress, right? right? Because You're moving in a direction of growth and so understanding that not all stress are created equal and at the same time you know again as I said going back have a strategy for what you want yes and not frustrated with yourself for not having it when you didn't do
0: the research or the work to get it so true and I completely I actually recorded a couple of weeks ago I recorded an episode about this very topic about you know that we as women and just as you know in general we don't recognize that our life is a journey and that, you know, we things change and we need to adjust, you know, it's so important. It's so important. I mean, just like, as you were saying with the weight, if you think about it, so many of us, we have, we, you know, we're pregnant and babies come out and then we're thinking, okay, I need my pre-baby body. What does that even mean? Or what does it even mean my pre-baby life? No. I mean, this is, this is what it used to be. Now this is the new reality, right. you know what I mean? So I get right. always a little bit, I mean, frustrated, I guess it's, a, it's the wrong word or a very strong word, but like, I think we need to realize, you know, things change and we need to constantly reflect, is it still working? You know, is it still right. working for me? Is it still, you know, bringing me in the right direction or do I need to adjust? right exactly because we go through so many different seasons right
1: i mean it's okay to want something better it's okay to want something more um it's okay to be in this a little bit of discontent you know i'm a christian it talks about contentment but it's okay to have a little bit of discontent because when if you were contented 100 with where you were you would never want to grow you would never want to change right um so it's okay but as you said, you know, we have this toxic, um, you know, narrative that's been given out from the media for hundreds of years, that a woman is supposed to have a baby and, um, and just go back, go, go right back, right? And then nowadays, women, we work, we take care of the house and we are the ones that's given birth, mm. you know? And so you'll, you'll hear, you know, something from Beyonce, she'll say, Give, give birth to a baby and go right back to work. And it's like, well, here's the thing. Some people's body don't respond that way. Some, exactly. some women will experience postpartum depression and that depression will affect the body because the body and the, and the, and the brain, not the mind, because the mind is separate from the brain. The body and the brain does what it has to do to protect itself. Right. You know, it's trying to survive. And so if you are forcing the body to look a certain way, When your body is trying to survive, you could be killing yourself Yes, because your body might be doing something to keep you alive and you're doing something to make it look a certain way. You know, I I think when you look at celebrities who, you know, they have a nanny and they have a chef and they have a nutritionist and they have a trainer. And then you compare yourself and they have a surgeon, right? They have a surgeon. (laughs) And then you're comparing yourself, this woman who is taking care of a husband and children or maybe just yourself and children and taking care of all these big things. And then you you don't give yourself gratitude and you don't give yourself love. And instead you're giving yourself judgment. Guess what? Your body feels that, right? Imagine if you're in a relationship as you would with someone who tells you, you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you're not, you're not pretty enough. You know, after you have that baby, you got washed up. That is exactly what you're doing to yourself. You wouldn't want to stay in a relationship with someone like that. Well, you have been in that relationship with yourself for a long time. In fact, I think most women's most toxic relationship, has been with
0: themselves so true yeah so true I completely agree and you know it's funny because I mean I get asked a lot about you know that very question I mean I had my kids when I was how old was I 34 and 36 now I'm 42 I mean of course my body changed I mean I still fit into my clothes but my body has (laughs) changed like you know what I mean it's not like yeah I know what you mean I have those tag marks on my belly I know but, what you mean. <laughs> but this is the amazing part. You know, after two pregnancies and both times I had huge bellies. I can send you pictures. I had huge bellies. And what I'm amazed by, I don't have one of these like stretch, mark stretch marks. Over. It's like, how is that even possible? And just the whole, the whole idea of growing a baby inside of you, giving mm-hmm. life to this perfectly normal, normal body baby. In yeah fully functional and then beating yourself up because you know your abs don't look like right I mean like when you were I don't know 20
1: but you You know know, what's funny is you know you just mentioned you had enormous belly and not one stretch mark I had very small bellies but I had extremely bad stretch marks Mm. um, because you're talking about different type of skin types, right? Exactly. Your exactly. skin probably had a lot more elasticity in there. And so it could stretch without the stretch mark. While my skin was a little bit, a lot tight, mm-hmm. especially with my first child, because I had like, I don't know, ridiculously small waist, but my skin was also extremely tight. And yeah. so it didn't just stretch, it ripped.
0: Right, so I, right, right. literally,
1: I had to put things on because... And I didn't have the information about how to take care of my skin. So here's the thing. Does it make me any less of a woman? No, no it doesn't. Yes. Because we both were carriers of these human beings and we both gave birth to life. Exactly. And we both are mother and these amazing children who drive us nuts sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, you know, that's the amazing thing. Our bodies both did these things. Who decides that your pregnancy was you know perfect and mine wasn't or mine exactly was
0: much more cruel and yours wasn't nobody gets nobody to that. nobody and you i always the body exactly and i always say you know work out take care of yourself eat healthy not because you hate your body not because you want to see a certain number on the scale but because you love your body because you know you want to feel energized you want to feel great you want to you know do it also for your kids to have the energy to run around, you know, right. to be fit enough. And, and I feel very passionate about it, you know. Um, I know you do because you got me <laughs> drinking water.
1: And Because of you this morning, I actually, um, after working out, instead of just jumping up and running into doing other things, I decided to take an extra 40 minutes. Oh, I had a stolen moment for myself.
0: That's so nice. Oh, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. And that brings me to the next point. You know, so many moms I was talking through, not only during this, you know, pandemic period, but but especially during the pandemic period, really were struggling to find time for like themselves, you know, and for me personally, like self-care and me time is like super important. This is non-negotiable. Uh, even if it's just 15 minutes a day, I need my time where I'm alone. I need more than that. <laughs> yeah, well, but you know what I'm saying? Like, and and you know, this, this year it became even more important you know, just with everything going on. So, and, and I'm very strict about setting boundaries. I mean, obviously I love my kids and I'll do anything for them, but there are certain boundaries that they need to respect, you know. Um, so, you know, can we talk a little bit more about the importance of self-care in such a crazy reality? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, okay, self-care so- in general, but especially... Right
1: right so self-care is like super 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 important to me super important to me when I was going through first of all I've pretty much always been a single mom even though I've been married because the person was never supportive or never really present but I did have help like I did have a helper nanny when I lived in Jamaica so when we transitioned here I made the decision with my children, um, decision to talk to my children about what was gonna happen, that our life was not gonna look the same, it was gonna be very different. And so self-care, speaking from the standpoint now of a mom, self-care is many things, but it's first as again, creating a strategy, right? What are you about to go through, right? And adjust to that strategy. It's good to be able to get your nails done and get a massage and, you know, and go to the spa. But if that doesn't fit with your financial strategy and where you are in your life, then you are going to have to adjust that. It is not self-care if you're putting it on a credit card and then struggling to pay your bills. Right. That is not self-care at all. So understand that self-care depends on where you are. So, as I said, when we were transitioning, As a single, single mom with no support whatsoever, um, part of my self-care was setting clear boundaries with my children. I'm very aware that my children are going to grow up and they're going to be their own individual persons. And so this period that I'm raising them, I also have to set boundaries for them to know I am your mom. I'm your guide through this part of your life. I'm your protector. I'm your financial aid, right? (laughs) I am your nurturer. I love on you, but I also hold you accountable. Self-care for me is if you cross certain lines, we are going to deal with it immediately. Self-care for me is my children respecting the fact that I'm the one earner in the household because they still don't work. And so when I'm working, you do not Cross that boundary line, Mm. respect the space and what I've asked for you to do. Self-care for me also included taking care of my body, Mm. right? Because this body is what takes care of them. This body is what earns the money. This body is what holds the spirit that helps so many other women and so many other entrepreneurs. This body is what carries out the purpose. And if this body is not intact. I will not be able to do any of that plus some. So, so I take care of my body. And I think on a conversation you were having with another coach, I chimed in and I said, you know, self-care also is being aware that I'm, I'm carrying a lot of pain bodies from daily things, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain or old trauma. And so self-care is finding ways to revisit and release those because It's knowing that I cannot get rid of all of them at the same time. If I went into surgery and I had issues, the doctors were going to choose which operation to do which time and when. They're not Mm. going to try and operate on all things at the same time because it could put me in risk and it could risk my entire um, existence. It's the same thing with self-care. It's knowing that, you know, I have some old things, so I'm going to strategically deal with them based on where I'm at. I'm not gonna open something if I'm not willing to go and get therapy or if I'm not willing to go and get coaching or support, right? Self-care is also knowing that 24 hours isn't too little. Hmm. Stop lying to ourselves and say, I don't have enough time. Self-care is saying, you know what, I have 24 hours. And when I came into this world, God knew my 24 hours for whatever I was doing in my life was gonna be more than sufficient. Now I gotta to go to work and figure out, if I sleep eight hours and I need certain amount of hours to, to shower and, and meditate and, 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 and pray and whatever else that you practice and a certain amount of hours to be able to work, well, how, much, how many of those hours can I give to my children Because self-care is knowing that if I don't give my children a certain amount of care, and if I had a man, if I don't give that man a certain amount of time, it's going to affect my marriage. It's going to affect my children, which is going to affect me. It's going to affect my physical being, my spiritual being, and it's going to affect our finances, and it's going to disrupt the flow of our family. So self-care is being aware that. I'm not just getting up and saying, well, I'm going to work out today. I'm going to save some money. It's a holistic strategy of where am I? Where do I want to be? And what do I need to do strategically in my habits? My habits, like having a glass of water while I'm recording, knowing that I don't like drinking water. So I'm going to put water in places. Um, Like having a Peloton in my office because it triggers me to, you got to ride, you know, exactly. You know, waking up and knowing that as soon as I roll out of bed, I need to meditate or pray. There are certain things that you can put around your household. You can build your environment to support your growth, your nurturing, right? You don't, your environment is not working against you. You get to decide. You're the CEO of you.com. Exactly. You are in charge. You tell your husband and your family that, listen, I want to talk to you. I want us to get a cohesive strategy because I want to love on you the way you want, but I need a creative way for me to get space, for me to grow, whether it's to grow your business or your ideas, or to just have some darn time to hear yourself think. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Yeah. And that's why, you know, I I am a huge believer in in spending. I I feel like as a society, we're so afraid to spend time alone time by ourselves, and i think this is why <laughs> and
1: I I, but tell i think tell me <laughs> i mean like my my daughter she's an extrovert ariana and so right now we're doing this you know uh, school thing and everybody has a position to sit in for school separated so they don't distract them each other and uh, um she's constantly constantly um and she feels like nobody's talking to her she, is, she will cause trouble, she will cause issues because the, she has not developed, which is what I figured out with her. And this is at the age of 10, the idea that it is okay for me to be in this space and, and just take up this whole space by myself and not have to share it with somebody else's voice, not have to share with someone else's activity because this space belongs to me. Mm. And I can plan to play with them or speak to them at another time. And so as adults, because we didn't grow up with this idea that it's okay for me to fill up this whole space, fill up this space with my own thoughts, my own ideas, my own ideals. And then on the flip side, you also have people who have trauma
0: um,
1: on heel trauma, and they have um, issues with their idea, their identity. And so it's easier for noise because the noise distracts them from having to, um, deal with the issues that are right there in front of them. And sometimes they feel like it's just too many things and they've never came up with a strategy. And so for them, it's like, I can't, it's just too many. So I'm just going to brush all the dirt under the rug. That's become a mound Hill. And exactly. I'm going to over here and party and drink and talk to people and be on social media and do everything other than the problem that's under the rug. Exactly.
0: Well, basically get distracted so I don't have to deal with it. Exactly. So true. So true. But I know you're busy. So I do have one last question. You know, given your experience and your knowledge, what is the number one thing we should be focusing on as moms and as entrepreneurs, you know, in the current reality?
1: Wow. Let's unpack that. (laughs) Um, The number one things we should be focusing on is the, the nucleus, right, of the family, which is most of the time it's the mom. Right. Mm. And so if we nurture mom and if mom is at peace and mom has strategy, the whole family, um, comes around that back to what I said in August when, you know, I missed a whole appointment with you. Right. And I had to accept that though I wanted to grow at a certain speed and I was positioned to grow at a certain speed that I was no longer positioned to grow at that speed. Mm. And it was going to affect my family. It was going to affect my business and even my brand, because if I have all these opportunities, but I don't no longer have that amount of time because I'm now with my children, certain amount of time, I'm going to disrupt my brand and the image of my brand by being late, by not showing up or showing up half, you know what I mean for the rest. Right. of the <laughs> Right. And <laughs> I'd rather, you know, do less and show up greater. And so mom, you know, you have all these things going on in the world. If you have come to terms that it is going to be okay, your children are going to operate in the same. My children were dealing with a lot of anxiety when we started out in August. And one of the things that I realized was, you know what? These are individuals just because they don't pay bills. And just because they don't have all those other challenges that we have, they're still individuals trying to figure this life out. And if I can navigate a space of I've dealt with anxiety, I I had to have this conversation with my 10 year old. It is totally normal to experience anxiety, okay? So let's get back to the core. Why are you having these anxieties? When I come down the steps, you, 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 you shuffle, Well, were you in the right place, doing the right thing? At the end of the week, when you have work that's due, you're frustrated. Well, what if you had timed it right throughout the week and gotten all of that work done? You wouldn't have this mound hill of stuff to do. Um, You know, the next thing was, you know, um, I don't have a lot of friends around. Okay, so what do friends do for you? And she says this and this. Okay, well, can we do that here? Can we get that energy? Can we? So the idea is what is the need of the family? If the need of the family's finances and you're struggling, sit back at the table as a family and start looking at your bills. What is the need? What is not the need? Agree with your family that right now we're gonna shell back on it. And then focus on survive. We need to survive to thrive. You cannot thrive until you survive. Right. So let's survive so we can thrive, right? So you need to go back to the table. If the need for the family's love, oh, that's easy, okay? What's your love language? how do you want me to love on you? How much time can we build in the, um, in the calendar? Oh, honey, we don't have enough money for a date night, or we don't want to risk our lives for date night. Okay, let's pick up a couple extra bottles of wine and go in the backyard and go in the bedroom or go in the bathroom, you right. know, and get creative, you know what I mean? Or buy a tent, right? Right. And go, <laughs> no cabin, right? So whatever the need is, after mom has gotten um, to the, the mindset strategy that she needs, then focus in on what's the general need of the family. If it's a mom, dad, family with children, or if it's a single mom, identify the need. If it's a need for connection and love or a need for growth, all these needs can be fulfilled. So in where you are mindset wise, create a strategy and then assess where your needs are and navigate through those needs using that strategy.
0: Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. And, you know, we can talk for hours and hours and hours. (laughs) But I I know. I love you, Anna. (laughs) I think we need to schedule time for another one. (laughs) Yes, yes, let's do it. (laughs) Absolutely. But Natalie, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your experience, your amazing knowledge. It's always very, very much appreciated. I always get super inspired after talking to you. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I hope that listening to this episode inspires you, that the power of the mindset and the way we choose to look at things is enormously important. And Natalie, please share where our audience can follow you on social media.
1: Absolutely. So I'm mostly on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but I'm mostly on Instagram. They can find me at Natalie. that's W-I-N-N-I-N-G. N-A-T-A-L-I-E. So it's happening right now. Winning Natalie.
0: <laughs> Great. And Facebook is the same?
1: And Facebook is Natalie S. Taylor. Okay. Um, but on my, I'm also, they can find my link tree at l i n k t r. E e And they can book a call with me if they want. Um, if they can, there are usually slots on there if they're not all gone. And then also I have free resources uh-huh. that
0: they can go ahead and take advantage of. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. It's always very, very much appreciated. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Anna. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Slowolution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week.